So I remember when we bought our first investment property, which was our home, and it was a new build, new construction. Um, and the grass, we had to watch the grass grow. It wasn't like, well, the backyard anyway. The front yard, I think they laid it down, right? Yeah, it's like when you buy any new build property, the grass is laid down in sod, and so it takes time for it to root and then grow. What was interesting is when, whether we're talking about our front lawn or our back lawn, in both cases, we would have to go out there and before we would fertilize and do the things that would help it to grow, to really nourish it to grow, we would have to do certain things to the lawn in the way of debris, weed, mm-hmm. rocks, etc. Right. So we could ultimately see the, result, the results that we wanted to see. We literally had to till the ground, even though the grass was laid down for us, it was our responsibility to till it and till it the right way. Right, so a quick example of tilling the ground would be, we were just talking about this, like there's an actual thing called a Yeah, tiller. there's an actual machine called a tiller. Mm-hmm. You can buy a tiller. And what a tiller does is it creates these grooves in the soil, turns mm-hmm. the top soil down and the bottom soil to the top and creates these little lanes. So it prepares the ground to receive seed. Right. So we were talking about tilling versus toiling. Yeah. So when you're tilling, you're familiar. using the machine or the apparatus. And that's right. like the grace of God that helps you to do it. But if you don't use the actual machine tiller in this example, then you're, you could do it, but it's going to take you 10 times as long. It's going to be 10 times as physically grueling, and it's going to be literally overwhelming. And that, my friends, is toiling. So that's what we're talking about head on in this episode of the Married New Life Podcast. Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Penal Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everyone. What's up? This is O.L. And this is Sway. Of MarriedPenalLife.com. This is where we help high-achieving married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, leave a lasting impact, and yes, even generate more income. Yes, we are pioneering a path for married preneurs that disrupts the cycle of settling to establish a radical family empire. We are legacy builders and we are glad, we are honored that you are here. If this is your first time, welcome and enjoy this time together. If this is your second or maybe you've returned many, many times, what is up fam? We are excited to have you back in here in the room as well. So let's get to it. Tilling versus toiling. Which one are you doing? First of all, I think we should talk about the definitions, right? Yes, it's always important to make sure that we're understanding and using the same definition of terms. Simply put, tilling is trusting God while being diligent. Trusting Hmm. God while being diligent. Diligent in your work. Yes. And I want to say in your work because diligent, oftentimes when we hear that word, it doesn't always bridge over to work it may seem like being diligent in something in life but mm-hmm. not necessarily when we're talking about entrepreneurship mm-hmm. right so well I, yeah so diligence really suggests mm-hmm. doing but i get what you're saying mm-hmm. doing what it's right. doing it's it's being faithful to your post mm-hmm. being committed and applying yourself in excellence to what you have been um, entrusted with and what you are responsible 
for doing. And so we want to we want to be clear that 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 tealing is trusting God while being diligent in your work mm-hmm. as opposed to toiling. Yep. Which is toiling is simply hustling while trusting self. Mm. Hustling while trusting self. So if you're hustling and you're trusting in only what you understand or only what you are convinced of in the way of your own abilities, your own physical abilities, your own mental abilities, your own network, whatever it is. If you're trusting in self, self's ability to make things happen, to to run through brick walls using your own efforts, mm-hmm. meaning you're not seeking the Lord, you're not praying, you're not being guided um, by his Holy Spirit, then right. you're just out here going for self, doing for self, right. trusting self. That's toiling. And I, I think that's a very clear definition. I think something else, though, that we should clarify is when you use the word hustle, because that, you know, in our world, in our sphere of work, uh, dealing with entrepreneurship in this industry. I mean, entrepreneurship is bigger than industry, right? But um, in entrepreneurship, hustle is like the the token. It's like the it's mm-hmm. like the prized possession. Like if you're not hustling, you ain't about this life, mm-hmm. right? If you like, so I think it's important that we define in this episode and when we say the word hustling, like what does that mean? Because is hustling really like something that should be frowned upon. And actually, in this world of entrepreneurship, hustling is like that's that's just what you do. Yeah. So, all right, great. So let's 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 bring some clarity there. Yeah. Should we apply ourselves and give ourselves over totally um, in attempt to be excellent and to really be as good as we can and be the best at what we are called to do? Yes, we should. We should apply ourselves completely. We should throw ourselves into what it is that we've been called to do. Yes. The difference, though, I think, is in the understanding of how results come. If our understanding is that results will come, and when I say results, I'm talking about the right results. I'm talking about healthy results. If we think that the right and healthy results are going to come through hustling, then once again, we're trusting self and mm. we're not seeking God and he's nowhere in the equation. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not praying. We're not um, submitting ourselves to being led by him. We're simply saying, oh, I got this. I can do this. I don't need anybody help. We're basically self-aggrandizing and we're elevating ourselves to the to the to the to the to the to the space of God in our own life or Self- in our own business. Self-aggrandizing. That's like a SAT word. I don't know if we use it on a daily basis. <laughs> But thank you for elevating our, our level of thinking today on today. Um, so, yeah, I would say hustling in short. I definitely agree with that. Um, in short, though, it's like working with no breaks. Mm-hmm. And when I say working with no breaks, like there's nothing, you know, and, and I mean, like your heart can get so attached to doing something a certain way where even God himself, when he wants to intervene to speak or even whisper some instruction to you you can't even hear because your heart is already committed to doing something a certain way and i think that's when it that 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 level of work crosses over when there's no breaks when there's no there's there's no respect for am i doing this correctly am i am i Am I am I focusing on it the right way? And so there is like it's such a thin line. It's a very thin line. It's a oh my goodness. Because as an athlete myself as a dancer, like y'all don't know, but dancers are professional dancers, we are athletes, let me tell you. 
And we that's what we know to do is we go in and we work and we push our bodies into the point where they can't be pushed anymore. And, 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 and even then we're like, that wasn't perfect. Right. We want to continue on. And, and there's a certain mindset, I think, that goes with athletes and entrepreneurs that we want to work to this level of such perfection um, with, with no breaks. Like there's 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 nothing that that slows us down or stops us. And I think um, there's something just to be said about that as believers, because in this culture of of the hustle, now that we are clear about what that hustling is, it's one thing for it to be in, in the culture. But it's another thing when it seeps into the pews and even from the pulpit and and then it seeps into our hearts from there. And we're all glorifying something that may be um, off. You know, maybe often in the perspective of it. So that's what we're talking about today. And we're really just being as once again, we we work through truth, transparency that brings transformation. So we're being transparent with our own story and just I'm going to share some things with you all how we've seen a shift We've done it both ways, you know, (laughs) we've done it both ways and you can definitely get results in toil. We've got tons of amazing, seemingly, I put amazingly, amazing results um, through toiling. But is that the best way? Like, is that even it doesn't it doesn't even add up. It doesn't it's not even worth anything now because of what we had to do in order to get those results. And if it's if it requires that, then I'm like at the place, the point where I am in this stage in my life is like, God, if you don't like if you don't want something for me the way that I wanted it then I don't want it because I know what I know what it takes to get what I want and if it if I have to go the way that I want solely in disregard for everything everyone else and everyone else's thoughts or ways then um, when I say everyone else's I'm really talking about being led by God um and then of course my family like there's that's that's a big thing that's where we're whole married penure life is all about um so i think that's there's something to be said about um that place of like where does self-denial come in when it comes to entrepreneurship that's something around yeah i think i think it can be boiled down to Mm. to 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 passions and the priority of passions Mm. sometimes we can be so passionate about what we've been called to that we're not passionate about the one who called us and I think there's a difference. And I think if we, I think we should be passionate about what we've been called to, but not to the extent of not being more than passionate about the one who called us to it. I think of it this way. If God can't switch me from lane A to lane B, because I'm so in love with lane A, then I have elevated the call above the one who called me. And that ultimately is idolatry. And I know as a person who can be very intense, and I think intensity is good mm-hmm. in business. I think intensity is good in what we've been called to do. I think intensity is good. I think it's important to be intense, even in tealing. But I think that that mm-hmm. thin line we spoke about, there's a thin line between intensity and idolatry. And sometimes mm. we can we can apply ourselves because we want to be excellent in the thing we've been called to do. And that is going to require... Uh, a level of application, a level of sacrifice even, but not to the extent of idolatrizing it above the one who called us. So in other words, if God says, I want you to do this, and then four years from now, he may switch me and say, okay, now I want you to do that. If I can't switch because I'm so 
um, committed or addicted or in love with the thing that I've been called to do, then I, I've, I've, I've got my passions out of priority. That's so good. So it really comes to down to like defining what success looks like for us and not allow, allowing what's on the outside to define what we pursue. And so can we give a quick example? We're talking sure. about transparency. Sure. You want to give your example? We were talking about a little bit before we started recording um, because we always like to think about, okay, what what kind of like real stories are we going to share that support where we're coming from? So right. case in point, turn your attention, please, to Exhibit A. It's <laughs> so funny. So I remember when things really took off on one of my businesses in commercial real estate. And I know that this was a, a situation, particularly a client, and the Lord opened the door for this particular client and situation. And things, I mean, just really blossomed and flourished. Well, here's what happened. I immediately, well, not, I don't say immediately, but not long after, m- my mindset got um, sort of transported back to my days of banking. And in the banking, in, in, in my banking days and in my um, financial industry days, I was literally, I mean, there's a mentality that comes in there. And like mm-hmm. that movie, Wall Street, if any of you ever seen Wall Street, either one or two, but especially the first Wall Street, that mindset that was so pervasive in that film, that is exactly what existed in the banking industry when I was working in the banking industry. And it was all about getting to the office before anybody, leaving the office later than anybody, making more phone calls than anybody, skipping lunch, uh, just really going, I mean, all after it with reckless abandon. So I was doing that as an entrepreneur in my commercial real estate business. Can I pause real quick mm-hmm. too? Well. Well, you did it in banking and I, right? First, you yes. did it in banking. And I think it's important to let the people know, like we understand what that brings. Like we were saying earlier, it does bring, when we talk about results, depending on what type of results you want, because in banking, like you were awarded yeah. one of the top I, awards I, out of the, yes. the country. I won a lot of awards, mm-hmm. got to travel. We got to experience some amazing things. I can tell you though, the toll it took on my mental, on, on my mind state, mm-hmm. and even on the, my heart posture, mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was happening because it was such a slow drift yeah. that when I realized before I looked up, I'm like, whoa, I'm way far from shore, and I didn't even know how far I drifted. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I say drifted, I mean drifted from trusting God, drifted mm-hmm. from really realizing that he's the one that brought these opportunities for success into my life, Mm -hmm. brought these opportunities to make more money Mm -hmm. into our lives. And so I was then attributing all of those things to my hard work. So Mm -hmm. I was saying that success, real success comes by human effort alone, or I would say by human effort, even primarily, even though I had in my mind, yeah, I know that this is God's blessing on my life, but that was just more of a formality, a cliche. It really wasn't a reality in my heart. Mm, that's so good because you know the word of god talks about all promotion comes from the lord right like all promotion that even means even if you work your tail off because you couldn't you don't even have the energy to do that without him giving you the strength to do so right so so now fast forward (laughs) in my real estate business one of the things that i realized was i started slipping back into that mindset because i mean it's the same industry Mm -hmm. everything is so related it's all numbers it's all you know that kind of thing and and so I started slipping back into that. And so as I was trying to, you know, get deals to close and managing client expectations and dealing with all the challenges and difficulties that come with that, mm-hmm. I was getting mad. I was flaring up. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, at a at the drop of a dime, I was like on this emotional roller coaster. And the business, the industry, the people I work with sent me from mountain high to valley low. They were literally dictating my feelings all throughout the day. And I realized mm. I wasn't trusting God because of my level of frustration and my level of irritation. Mm. That doesn't mean there aren't irritating things in building successful business. That doesn't mean that there aren't frustrating things in building anything. I mean, there's frustration in building a healthy marriage. There's frustrating in building a healthy family. So we know that that frustrations do come, but the way I was processing them mm. was like I was my own God. Like I was the mm. one who had to make it happen. I was literally toiling. Over a period of time, over a couple of months, we did life detox. I think that was we a did a life switch. detox. Y'all yes. remember that that episode? We kind of we did talk about it, but it was during that time. Yes, Things, everything changed. It, it shifted. I got reprioritized in my passions, in my emotions, and I realized, and I had to really sort of go back to square one and say, "Wait, Lord, you you brought these opportunities into my life. Mm-hmm. You gave me the grace to be able to do these and to function in this way. And if you ever ever question." God's role <laughs> in building a business in your marriage and your family. I would just invite you to revisit the scripture that says it is in him that we live, move and have our very being, which is to say, I can't think, blink, drink water, digest food, control my heart beat or stop it from beating. Just think about the involuntary muscles that are in your body somebody's regulating that somebody's controlling that god is doing that so if you can't even frame a sentence without the lord allowing your mental capacities your brain to even cognitively think of words to even put in an intelligible sentence together what else can you do on your own and mm-hmm. another scripture says it this way who could add one cubit to his own stature if you can't even mm-hmm. do a little thing like that and god calls that a little mm-hmm. thing this just goes to show we need god for everything and that's included in our business and building our family um, um, uh, empires. And so I just say all that mm-hmm. to say a toiling mindset mm-hmm. will drain you, will wear you out. And I've seen people who make a lot of money, who are very materially rich, mm-hmm. but they're toiling. Their health sucks. Their mind state is mm-hmm. terrible. Their families mm-hmm. are, are being fractured and broken in those key relationships. And they're literally worshiping their own human effort. Mm-hmm. even though they may be making a lot of money. Right. You can make money either way. You can make a lot of money. That's the easy part. That's the easy part. Tilling, absolutely. Tooling, absolutely. But the thing is like, what is the outcome? What is the result? So yep. let's go right on over now to what this looks like. And here's some, some practical application steps. Okay, here are some lessons for enjoying the journey together. We're going to go over some practical application as we promised. The first thing. Okay, here's the goal. The goal is for both you and your spouse to both be tilling versus one tilling and one toiling. What happens when that happens? Well, we've been there before and we definitely understand it is a process. It is a journey. When one person is in is shifting over to the tilling mindset and the other one is like constantly toiling, toiling and just some quick red flags to be mindful of when you're toiling that brings stress. Definitely well, it's pressure on both sides. There's nothing wrong with pressure, but it's how you respond to the pressure. So are you stressing? Um, is there anxiety there? Um, are you all 
Um, are you short tempered? Is there no patience or very little of it there? And how are you responding? How are you sleeping? Are you sleeping deep? Are you sleeping well? And then what are you what are you thinking about is your mind like in worry? Because worry is definitely a sign of toiling. So these are just some red flags. So the goal, though, is for both of you to till and uh, until together versus toiling together or one tilling, one toiling. So so here are some practical applications. Here are some things that we do to help us stay accountable because y'all know this is totally like counter culture and it goes against the grain of what the majority of people do in and outside of the church. It just really goes against the grain. So here's what we do to keep us accountable <laughs> and it's an ongoing process with some simple things that we do is um, be mindful of what we're reading. Um, we are definitely readers and we are mindful of what we're reading, also what we're watching, because uh, if, you know, mindsets are transferable and mm-hmm. that can go in either way. So um, if you're listening to someone who you maybe admire and you take down your guards, your posts, then 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 when you're not you don't really hear <laughs> when they say things that may be in the toil lane versus the teal lane like if it sounds really really good and then you don't even realize like what they just said is about toiling right and so um you have to just be mindful of what you're reading we're very mindful what we read and what we watch not to say that we don't watch and hear and even admire people who are in toil there are definitely attributes but you just have to know how to discern each word in each sentence you about to say i was just gonna say so you know if for 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 both of you, if one of you is tealing and the other one is toiling, part of what the frustration would look like is the one who's tealing will mm-hmm. not seem to be focused or not seem to be mm, applying themselves to the one who's toiling. Mm. And the one who's toiling will say, well, I'm doing all this and you should be doing more. Mm. And really what is really happening underneath the surface is one is saying, they won't say this, but this is in effect what's happening. I'm trusting myself. Whereas you may be, whereas they won't say this, but in fact, the other person is trusting God. And it doesn't mean that both of them are are not working. It doesn't mean that both of them are not diligent. It just means that one of them is trusting their own efforts as opposed to the other one who's just trusting God's grace on their efforts. Right. And then, and also not putting our trust in the outcome. Like when we are tilling um, and we're talking through this together, um, we we have desired outcomes, of course. We're entrepreneurs. We have business. Like these are the numbers. We have desires. We have goals that we want to reach, and we're like, okay, Lord, how do we reach these goals? And we go for them. But we, the thing is, the beautiful thing is, when we're reaching these goals, we're actually like partnering with God, like talking about it with Him, and saying, okay, which way should we go? And the results, we're gonna get the results, and it may not be the way that we expected it to come. But oftentimes, when it does go a different route, it's really something that's going on in our heart. I've seen that worked on us, and but then he'll bring it around full circle, and it goes way beyond what we could have even imagined. But it's a process, so it's not like an overnight thing. It is definitely a process. And another thing that we do, practical step, is really praying together and praying about our work together, praying about our business together, not just keeping like the spiritual thing spiritual, but on the spiritual side, but work is very spiritual as well. Um, Building a business is very spiritual. It like requires everything and we don't want to do it on our own because we've done that. So that's just a quick, um, some quick practical steps when it comes to tilling together. Okay. The second lesson for enjoying the journey. Is this tilling doesn't bring less. Yes. 
Tilling brings more of the right thing yes. by doing less. Yeah. And so oftentimes we can think that, well, if I'm tilling, then I'm missing precious hours or precious moments. Mm-hmm. I could be sending out, you know, Emails. 20 more of these. Yeah. I could be making 10 more phone calls to these people and so forth. And so we think that tilling, because it, it doesn't really look like it's going to yield. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes it doesn't look like it's going to yield mm-hmm. success. Well, to the toiling heart, it doesn't look oh, like to, it's going to. To the toiling the, yeah, heart, yeah, it doesn't look like tilling is going to yield success. But the reality is, is that tilling actually brings more of the right thing by doing less. And this is what I literally have seen. We have seen in our life, in our marriage, in our business, that when God's grace is on it, mm-hmm. there isn't that. There isn't that gruel of grind mm-hmm. that we used to ascribe to. There mm-hmm. isn't that that sacrifice and breakdown mm-hmm. of our marriage being healthy at the expense of 10 more clients, making more money, doing more of whatever. And, and, and the application of that simply looks like this. It is, are you aware of your triggers to toiling? Mm. Like, are you aware of what tries to bring you back to toiling? So let me go back to my earlier example when I said, when my commercial real estate business started to really take off and how my mind slipped back into mm-hmm. my banking days. And I was then trying to apply those that same mentality, that same unbridled intensity over into what I'm doing now, you know, in one of my businesses. And I realized quickly, as I said earlier, that I was literally being overwhelmed, being stressed out, irritable, mm-hmm. frustrated, mm-hmm. And it just literally overran my life and overran my emotions. And I realized after the life detox that I wasn't in a wise place. I wasn't in a healthy place. So Mm -hmm. are you aware of your triggers? And just this week, if I can say this, just this week, I had a trigger to try to pull me back into toiling. A bigger trigger because you've had little triggers, but you've been passing the test. This 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 was was a a, big one. This was a kind of giant one. (laughs) And I had to tell myself again, you know what? Lord, you brought this into my life. I'm yielding over to your direction. How would you have me to respond? Mm. And you know what's so interesting? Sometimes when I would ask, well, how would you have me to respond? Because we all have challenges in business and mm. in life. And we're trying to figure out, like, how do I respond to this pressure? Because as you said, it right. is the pressure that comes about how do we manage it? How do we mm. respond to it? And sometimes I just knew that the Lord was leading me to actually not respond mm. or not respond immediately. Yeah. Sometimes I would sleep on it and respond in the morning mm-hmm. and I'll reply to an email in the morning. And that's when I realized, you know what? I'm not going to be yanked around by everyone yeah. else's definition of an emergency. Right. Because sometimes with toiling would be like, let me respond to this right now. Let me tell them exactly like what they're asking for. Let me, you know, respond to this way or let me give them a piece of my mind. We don't want to do that either. Right. But either way, toiling could often make you feel very responsible to do something in the moment. But that's a beautiful thing about tilling. You can say, okay, God, sh- I want to respond to this, but should I do that or should I wait? I've had to do that before um, just on different things, on business things, and even personal things that we've um, gone through that I'm like, oh, let me respond to this email real quick and let them know what, what you're not going to do is this, right? That's what like, I already typed up the email. I'm ready to press send and say, God bless you. And then God is like, no, but then I stop, you know? And he's like, okay, this is what you're going to do? And I'm like, well, let me ask you, okay. I'm like, but God, you know I'm right. Like, I, I'm doing, like, I'm telling the truth when I'm, when I'm going to respond to them. And he's, and he's told me on multiple occasions, don't even reply to that. And then he'll give me insight to say, this is what they wanted. They were doing this to trigger you, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, 
Oh, okay. I was about to be the fool in this one. So thank you, Lord. And so, I mean, that goes in all aspects of life, whether it be personal, business, whatever. And so it just, there's something to be said about the the wisdom that comes with tilling and just being patient in that. Whereas on the outside to somebody else, like you said earlier, um, tilling can look like the irresponsible thing to somebody mm-hmm. who's toiling. Okay, so that's the third thing. The um, I mean, the second thing. The third thing that we want to share with you, third lesson for enjoying the journey, practical step, is to simply put, run your own race. Run your own race. And so I want to say that because it's so easy to, in this quick microwave society and culture, especially at the age of IG and now TikTok and everything else going on. Everything is so quick. And what we see others doing oftentimes can make us feel like, wait, am I being responsible? Maybe I'm not doing the most responsible thing because I'm not doing everything that I know I should be doing. Where in actuality, when we talk about kingdom living, it's really backwards to the way that the culture does it. Like it's not the same way. It's inside out, right? And so... When it comes to this part of like being responsible, the responsible thing would be to till, whereas toil may seem like it's a responsible thing because you're doing everything in your power, maybe except for asking God, what would he have for you to do? (laughs) That's the responsible thing, because if he knows all which he does and he sees all which he does, then why not? Go to the one who knows all. Like, why try to figure it out, right? And say, I'm going to do everything. Let me just try this, 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 and this, and this. I think there's a season for trying different things, but you do that even even that in grace as well. And knowing, like, what things do you try? What things do you pursue? Because I only want to pursue what I know is already going to give me, like, where the victory already is. Why pursue something when I don't have guarantee of that victory? You know, so it's so important, like, to be clear about, you like the old way of thinking it's another it's an it's another thing to be like okay i'm in my own lane i'm really only competing against the person that i'm called to be my competition is not anybody else i read something earlier on ig and i've seen this you know just everywhere um in just billboards whatever just magazines whatever right um and it was a saying that said something like i'm not gonna um no one's pretty much it was like no one's gonna outwork me but it's like well the the heart of that behind that is like well are you competing against somebody else's work ethic or your own work ethic and then based on what you're called to do because somebody else may be called to do something else and they may be competing against somebody else and they're all confused too because they're looking at somebody else and that person may be looking at somebody else all wow like you're looking at them and they're not even doing what they're supposed to be doing you know and at the end what is that worth when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing what you're here to do and so you know tilling yes that is the responsible thing even though sometimes it can look irresponsible especially in marriage and especially if one of you is doing the tilling and the other is toiling but even still when both of you are doing the tilling it can still feel irresponsible because you may be like um you know we can be doing this i can send off like 10 more emails tonight but it's time to shut it down it's time for us to spend time together it's Mm -hmm. time for us to enjoy where we are and that doesn't mean things are perfect but it does mean that we are managing um the the work that we're doing Mm -hmm. and focusing on being fruitful on real fruit versus fake fruit so that's that i think i should do a quick bonus everybody a quick lesson um real quick application can be also to 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 apply and to get in the habit of you know the world of tilling 
um, is to Sabbath, to take one day off and to literally rest. And that means like no work, no thinking about work, no reading about work, no talking about work, no writing about work, no blogging, no vlogging, like none of that about work every, and no triggers, anything that will even trigger you to think about work, no podcasting that is around work, no nothing that is around work and holding each other accountable to say, we're not going to talk, think anything about work. We're going to literally, how about this? get this just do life just enjoy each other for these next 24 hours and this is something that we challenge ourselves to do each each week as well and have been for the last several or couple of years I would say not several but couple of years and it has definitely (laughs) it has definitely put some things in perspective for us and the beautiful thing about this I promise you every single time we go into our sabbath once a week and we go into it with questions concerns like okay god did i do everything i was supposed to do and oh my goodness i didn't finish doing this oh i I meant to do this oh i want to call this person what am i going to do about this we need to brainstorm about this and we go into it so it's not like we ever get to a place of saying it's all done but we go into that with all these things and then we have to say okay well let me put this on pause literally i give this to you god while i'm resting you're working anyway so no need for both of us to be working at this like you work while while we rest and we trust you and that honors you right so Mm I promise you every single time we come off the Sabbath, like it's a breakthrough. It's like either we have some supernatural divine download, which is always amazing. It's like better than gold Um, or God has worked on the hearts of somebody else that we didn't even know was could be a part of it. And we get a call or a text or email, whatever, about something that like, oh, this person could help with this or the person, the other party that we were like really trying to figure out how to respond to them or they're really upset about something or how do we handle the situation? There's a heart change, you know, and all this happens while we're resting. And so I never used to see it like this before until we started <laughs> taking yeah, the Sabbath. Definitely. So um, that's just a quick bonus, that practical step that you can easily, you know, start doing right away. Anything else? Heather? I think that's it. All right, y'all. Hopefully you have enjoyed this episode of the Maripreneur Life podcast. Until next time, keep living purposefully and profitably in sync. All right, y'all. All right. Yes. And if you know that this has been helpful, you know, you can subscribe, rate and review And we look forward to checking y'all out on the next episode. We out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. (laughs) Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you, you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, one two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan, and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording real quick we have some amazing news for you guys so we are hosting a free masterclass just for you all. It's how to build a business with your spouse 
while staying in sync, as in on the same page, in less than 10 minutes a day, even if one of you works a nine to five. So if this sounds interesting and helpful, and if you know that this would be beneficial to you, come on over and join us. You will not regret it. Regret it. It's going to be amazing. So simply go to marriedpreneurmap.com forward slash register. Marriedpreneurmap forward slash marypreneurmap.com forward slash register or check the links in the show notes.